Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Red Men TV. It is the final word show. Liverpool beat Bournemouth by three goals to nil. I'm joined by Chris Pajak, by Steve and by Ben Kelly for this one. Um, fantastic. Uh, Chris, uh, another wonderfully rotated side from Jürgen Klopp and another wonderful victory. Another rotated side that didn't look like a rotated side or didn't mm. play like a rotated side. Did they? they just cracked on. It was, was it the easiest win of the season? It felt like the easiest away mm. win of the season, certainly. Like, no stress, no stray, we didn't concede. Kind of forgotten what it was like, to be honest with you. Yeah, absolutely. Well, the one that... You may or may not be, because I can't think of any other away game than the Sheffield United one that me and Ben went to, which was horrendously stressful because of the way that obviously panned out. Um, but Ben, it was. It was a. It, I think that's, that's dead right. It was a a very pleasant afternoon of football. Yeah, I, I didn't. I never wanted to say it before the game, but we traditionally now, other than that year, then we were three one up and lost the game. Yeah, we, we 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 actually play quite well against Bournemouth and do quite well against them. And I don't know whether it's the way they set up in the sense of they fancy playing a little bit more football normally, and you know they come out and have a go. But I I I for the first time in this period of games where I've been sat at three o'clock, found a pretty much flawless stream. So I was able to watch the game and actually take in what was going on. Um, and it did feel, you know, before we scored. Got to about twenty minutes in, and I, I just knew we were going to win. It, yeah. it was, even though it was still nil nil, we 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 we'd rocked up. We'd had a lot of the ball, and, and Bournemouth just didn't fancy it. And whether or not that was just down to you know what we were, how we were controlling the ball, and, and the the way that particularly the midfielder felt, you know, was able to dominate the game. It, it just it, it felt inevitable that we were going to. It go didn't feel score. like we were playing Bournemouth either, really, did it? And, and we didn't because of their injuries. I think they had yeah. something like eight injuries going into the game, and they couldn't and have Harry Wilson, Wilson yeah. and then they end up with another two injuries during the game. They basically got a full side out, and they've got more injuries than anybody. It was interesting hearing Eddie Howe talk after the game, being like, "I really don't want to talk about injuries. I don't like making it an excuse, but." Yeah. Like we're we're now at the point where we're I, bringing Dan Gosling. Yeah, I mean, it's I didn't know he was still a footballer. I love that. Yeah. I, lo- I genuinely love that. That Dan Gosling, they've got the, the biggest injury crisis in the Premier League, and yet Dan Gosling's still on the bench. It's still a, it's a wonderful, it's a wonderful world to live in. But yeah, it's still what it was. Um, yeah, I think all those all those factors considered, it was just. It became me and Chris. Me and Chris watched it in his. It's very rare that we get to get get to do that kind of thing. Like, but it it became one of those games that. You just having a chat by the time by the time the last half an hour of the game rolls around. Yeah, it was as straightforward. Like I'm thinking back of away games this year. I mean, Burnley was pretty straightforward in the end, but yeah. that got started by a bit of a jammy goal, if, if nothing else. You know what I mean, it, the, the trend deflected cross, whatever. This was just as routine and straightforward. And I, I feel sorry for Bournemouth, and I, you know, 
no team in the league can cope with eight injuries. You know, Man City and Liverpool got the best squads in the league, mm -hmm. and they wouldn't cope with eight injuries. You would be listen. We'd probably still win a few games, but yeah. we wouldn't. We 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 would be, be in serious trouble. They 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 got no chance, and I, I did feel like they, they. But to be fair, they had a go. It wasn't like they could, they wanted to just see what they could get out of the game. But I think as soon as Nathan Ake went off with with the hamstring, um, it def you could see like the manager's face and it just deflated everyone. It, it sounded like again from, from the goal come straight after. Yeah, well, it just it? it was like a double whammy of like, there's our best defender gone off. We're already in trouble. Liverpool are playing well, and it kind of took any any sting out the game. So I think Liverpool and the, and the manager deserve huge credit in that. Probably the best two performances of the season have come in with two heavily rotated squads. I, yeah, and that's that's the. The, the 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 main benefit well, of this well, the, main plus, well this is the point game. Steve where it should we should be starting to struggle a bit yeah. we should be start we, we should be having to grind games now you know we've been grinding games for a month yeah. City notwithstanding and this is the point where it's we're supposed to sweat and we're supposed to be really struggling with it. and you're right they are probably in terms of like the, the attacking the, the way that the front three is clicked and both it was interesting I saw looking back through your agenda for the for the Merseyside derby final where Chris and it's that is that the the best performance the front three or etc 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 that's what we've got going for us in, in, in this week it's I mean look we've just played two of the two of the worst sides in, in the league to be fair but it's not we've struggled against. Worst teams, this, you know, yeah, at the times during the season. It's, it's when you make a lot of changes. So was it seven changes? I think it was or something. Uh, we always talk about rhythm and, and you know, clicking and all that kind of stuff. And the front three aren't all playing because there's someone else has dropped out and, and Ox is playing there and stuff. But it, from from the first second, it, it was brilliant. And that's why I say about you know the manager and the staff and the players they have credit in that. It didn't look like Liverpool had made. You know, you make changes sometimes and you end up with like a, a league cup performance. Where you can just tell lads aren't used to being, in, in, you know, Kite has hardly played with Salah, for example, this season. They've hardly been on the pitch together, and yet they're in and they're together, and it's and it's a, a great partnership. Whether that again, they're supreme, they are supremely talented footballers, mm -hmm. but I think a lot goes into it's, it's more than that, isn't it? They're obviously worked on the training pitch and stuff, and like like Ben says, it was one of those games where after you see how ten minutes away from home, and sometimes you're thinking. Oh, I don't know what this one. Palace, like you mentioned before, mm. or Sheffield United. This was the exact opposite. We're like, it was the people are going to win, and and it was it was it was a case of how many, yeah, rather than when it was going to well, happen. I am. Um, I thought it was fascinating. I went back and watched. I was just bored last night. So I went back and watched match of the day from midweek again, just just to cheer myself up because it was great. And um, they went big on the analysis, Chris, about Mane's the main man now for Liverpool. He's the one everything goes to. He's their best player. He's the top goal scorer. Blah 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 blah. And we just rested them. And Mo Salah goes and puts in a performance like that. It shows you that, you know, and I, I was trying to word it right on Twitter. And I, I think I, I spewed it in the end. But, like, we went into the season, everyone went, Firmino's Liverpool's main man. He makes everything tick. And then it's become Mane's the main man. And then Mo Salah can put in performances like that. It's possible that we don't really have a main man as such. We've just got, to use these words, a supremely talented bunch of lads. Yeah, it's probably right, isn't it? I think, you know, it, it, it's... It's no coincidence to me that Mane is the one that plays on his own. Yeah, <laughs> you know what yeah, I mean. Yeah. Like Firmino and Salah equal Mane at the moment for me, <laughs> and that's mad to think, isn't it? I'd, I'd be a little bit surprised if Salah was playing on his own with two other lads, mm -hmm. because I'm not sure that that does work, mm -hmm. and that tells you everything you need to know about the form that Mane's been in this season. It was on commentary. You know, Mane's potentially the Player of the Year so far in the Premier League, and he's put in that good a performance, but. 
we see Chamberlain come into the front three and he looked really good and yeah. he doesn't normally look really good when he's on the wing. He just looks like a square peg in a round hole normally. And yet, maybe with that little bit of time and maybe the fact that the front three changed midweek and uh, the weekend, that they've probably had a little bit of time to train. I don't know how they do that because I know that, you know, maybe Firmino comes on in the derby and stuff like that, but it felt like there was rhythm to it. Like they'd had a week where they knew it was coming up. Well, we were talking about this on the new like show that. on Friday, weren't we, about how Klopp kind of referenced it, that there's the lads that hadn't played on the derby trained on Monday, basically, or, or hadn't played a lot, so they, they were getting an extra training session, and whether that was done, like, specifically towards this game, but it, the, the, more he, the more he picks an A-side and a B-side, the more you're likely to have, the more time you're going to have to train these lads, and you're dead right. So effectively, you know, we've changed the entire front three. There's every there's every chance that that front three they've said all week, this is what you work, this is what we want from you, this is what you work on. Chamberlain's been playing from the left all all week in training to prepare him for this kind of situation, and and this is the point in it is that I don't think we, it looked like we we missed a, a step at all. But the most Salah thing, well, we'll talk about the rest in a minute. 63 goals in 100 games now, but some joint fourth on that list um, behind Shearer, um, behind Van Nistelrooy and Aguero, and joint with Torres. I mean, this is a, we said it before, say it again, he's a winger. It's a, it's a standard. And bear in mind, of course, that he's... I don't even think he's been that good this season. Uh, no, and that includes games with Chelsea where he was pathetic as well, <laughs> doesn't it? At the, at the start of this 100 yeah, games. Yeah, yeah. So he's probably done it in about 80 <laughs> actual mm. games you know what I mean mm. and I don't know where Shearer stands on that list because I I don't remember him being particularly amazing at Southampton and whether that we were talking about this at the weekend whether that was before the Premier League started and that's why it's irrelevant 63 goals in 100 games absolutely outstanding and puts him in you know the upper echelons of, of world class strikers who've played in this league the interesting follow on was that he stayed on the list for goals and assists you're 86 in 100, behind Shearer at 100, which is just unbelievable. And Cantona apparently on 88. Um, I just didn't think Cantona would be the high. Yeah. Just didn't think he'd be just the high. spent three seasons just kicking the ball towards Mark Hughes uh, at all. Mm. Yeah. Just give it to Andy Cole. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, yeah, it's good to see, isn't it, Ben, because... He was brilliant in this game, though. Yeah. He was absolutely mm. superb, wasn't he? From, from the first back heel that he tried to bring Ox in. Um, to the one where he, you know, and sort of caps that goal for Naby Keita with the little back heel and stuff, and it's exactly what you want to see from Mo. And I was a little bit surprised that he didn't celebrate as much on his goal, mm. like it was a little bit routine. From I don't, I don't know whether I'm reading too much into him. He doesn't look happy. Mm. Looks like the weight of the world's on his shoulders, but certainly played happy. If it was, yeah, it, it was the most. Probably not quite the right way, but like magnanimous performance he's put in in a while. You know, I think he's been so. F I mean, I said it after one of the, the Champions League games that I felt he was, he's, he's a bit of a full stop. He's either a full stop or an exclamation point on a sentence. He's very rarely a, a, a comma. He did get an assist in that game, so it was a bit. It wasn't quite right, but he. Um, it felt like he was prepared to set others up first in this game rather than look for his goal and trust that his goal would come. And, and it did. It, it was just reward for the for the, the effort he put in. Yeah, I think I don't know whether did you Chris say you know he's. He doesn't look too happy. I don't know. He's probably just. You're right. He hasn't had a great season so far. So, so he's probably frustrated with himself more than anything else because of the injury problems and that he's had, and and how that's affected his performances. And and maybe today, maybe on Saturday rather, not having Manny on the pitch who is playing so well, maybe that helps him come out of his shell a little bit more at the moment. That's what he needs. He needs. He needs to be the guy that 
we're not relying on, but we, he needs to be the guy that, that perhaps we're looking to for a little bit of inspiration because when Man is on the pitch and he is doing that, then that you know that can make a difference and and and. Mo then sometimes, I think, without Sadio, feels the responsibility to go and do that, and that helps him come put in a performance, put in a performance such as that. There's probably a degree to which, by, by 3-0, it, it's, mm. it's, not, it's that kind of game. It's, it's, it's routine, isn't it? You know, at, at that point, it's probably not the time to be knee-sliding in the corner and diving into the, the crowd and all that. For him, he's probably just annoyed that he's not scored more goals up to that, that, that point or whatever. I get, I get just, you know, to, to, you, I think you can look at it from a number yeah, of ways, can yeah, I, I don't think it's an issue at all, really. Is it? Like, say, maybe he was a bit pissed off that he didn't play in the derby. Like, you, you don't mm. know. There's, there's a lot going on with Mo. I think he is. A, he's quite a, a complicated character. You know, he's got a lot of pressures on him externally as well. He's Liverpool's, you know, main man. He's kind of. I agree with what you said before. Because what Manny being the main fella and that, but it, this fella, it's 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 phenomenal. Like he's now level with Fernando Torres on Liverpool goals. He's one behind Luis Suarez. And if you think of those two players. They had teams built around them. Like the, the the whole function of the two Liverpool teams was for those. Salah isn't playing number nine for a start. He's playing on the right wing, yeah. and he's putting goals up, like numbers up, like the best Liverpool strikers of, of eras have put up. It's yeah. it's quite remarkable actually. Like he's almost become a little bit under underappreciated now in terms of not 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 within the Liverpool families, but the wider football community. He's almost like we're kind of forgetting Mo Salah a little bit. And then you look at the stats and you think it's. He's like they're like Shearer, Thierry Henry, the, the best of the best, and he's he's matching those numbers all the time. And if he has he has been dealing with this ankle, we know that ever since Chowdhury did him in that Leicester game, and he has been in and out of the, of the team and stuff. So it's no surprise that he hasn't been you know fit and firing. But having a week off, not having him, not having to use him against Everton, mm-hmm. was a bonus. He gets the full week of recovery, and you're starting to you know he, he looks fit, he looks stronger. Like you know he's back to. I remember the Napoli game when there's like a 50-50 and he kind of jumped out the way of it and I thought, he's protecting his ankle. In this one, there was none of that. Well, there's, he, a, there's probably looked, a degree to strong. which what we've done with this, Chris, is we've gone, right, Mo, and whether this is a motivational tool, like it's in a bit of fear, put a bit of fear and got into him or whatever to some extent, it's like, we don't need you anymore. Need. You know, like the whole thing doesn't fall, that stand up or fall down on you anymore, for better or for worse. So... You know, if you're not right, don't worry about it. Don't feel like you need to be the guy who does all the business anymore because we can take it out. We've got other guys waiting. But other, but on the flip of that, mate, there's other lads who can come in and do your job. At the, you know, at, at the same time, so it puts, it takes the pressure off. Takes one type of pressure off him, I think, but puts another. Puts actually, a, it takes the pressure to be the be all and end all off him, but puts a nice competitive pressure on him to make sure that when he does play, that he's the best he can. The best he can. Yeah, it's. It, I find it so difficult to evaluate him, Mo, to be honest, because there's there's times during games where I just think he's a bit lethargic, he's not going in, he, and I'm a bit disappointed with him, and then he'll do something like what he did at the weekend, and you're like, how can you be disappointed with that? Yeah. I mean, some of the best strikers in world football are not involved in games, Aguero being one of them, and then comes up with something, and he's lauded as one of the best strikers in the world. Well, look, at, look at Jamie Vardy's goal, first yeah. goal at the weekend. He's just, stand there, stand there, stand there, run. Someone plays the ball through to him, and obviously after they've gone around the goalkeeper and all that kind of stuff, he slots it. Like that's that probably Mo wants to be a bit more involved, but I actually thought he was. That was the that was the thing. It was the fluidity for me, Steve, in how the front four basically ended up playing in that game. You know, there's times where Ox is central, there's times where Salah's central, there's times when Kate is very right up up against the the, the front of them and their back four. It makes the whole thing tick. It's no longer. 
because I think Mo Salah's played very wide for us at times this season. He's been he's just 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 a stretcher or whatever, and he hasn't been as involved in what's been going on. Whereas he got to be in the thick of it, and I thought he thrived for yeah, it. Yeah, and I think Salah always looks better when we have got to the extra attacking option. You know, when you play with a, a more working one like midfield, and you, like you say, you're asking him to to stretch the pitch and, and do more. He can almost become a little bit isolated. He's he's easier for for teams to pick up, and he's he's over there, and he's you can kind of contain him when he gets it. But when we start playing the, like an extra attacker, so Kite is in there, and he can start interchanging, and then he he's in the box more. You know, he's around the edge of the box. He was playing one twos. Obviously, we'll come to the Kite goal later. That's when he's at his most dangerous. I think, and he's so, although he's like phenomenally quick. For me, his best asset is his close control mm-hmm. in that he shows the ball and then he's gone and he's so strong it's ridiculous for a little fella I think that's when he looks his best and I think he can do more of that when we play that extra that extra man whether it's Keiter or Chamberlain or Shakiri, I always think Salah looks a bit more comfortable I think it takes away from Firmino's game in that you, you lessen the impact of Firmino because mm-hmm. you, you've kind of Keiter being where Firmino wants to be or whoever but I think it, it's amazing for Salah I think he thrives on these little Interchanges and stuff like that, and I don't think you can underestimate as well. Sometimes players just like playing at certain teams and certain grounds, and yeah. he's he's he scores against Bournemouth all the time. Yeah. No, he scored a hat trick there last year. He's I think he scored more against them than any team. Now I think, you know, we 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 lord like Divock Origi's got that with with Dev, mm. and and it looks like now Mo Salah is just Bournemouth are going to be his team that he he just picks on. Yeah. And fair play, you know, for your boots, get you get those goals when you can if you're going to. If you're gonna get, they all count the same, don't you get them? hundred percent. I want to talk about um, Naby Keita Ben because I think of those midfield options we've got. He was the last one waiting to impress. You know, Lana's come in and done done brilliantly. Oxford Chamberlain's done brilliantly. Obviously, Shakiri more more forward like, but you know, he's, he's come in and, and, and took his chance in the derby. And Keita's the remaining one, and it's mad because Keita could could actually be the best of the lot. Yeah, could. Hasn't been hasn't been just yet. Um, that was the, that was the performance that we bought Naby Keita for. He was involved in everything. He was winning the ball back. He was pressing. He's supporting the front four. He's playing through balls. He's dribbling through guys. He's getting into the box. The the through balls were the were the ones that that caught my attention the most. Just because there's been so many cases in so many performances for Keita where they just haven't quite come off mm-hmm. and they've been cut out or they've been overhit or he's just taken too long to play it and therefore the picture's changed and it's not quite the right ball anymore. All this, but then obviously the, the, particularly the one for, for Salah's goal where, where he played it through, it's weighted so perfectly for him and, and, and it, it just, they're passes that we know he's capable of but the passes that you like tell the person what to do next and, and that that is exactly what what we've been waiting for from Cater and we've had so many discussions about this heavy run of games coming and how really this is a key period now for Cater in terms of his Liverpool career and, and potentially what you know what could be coming next for him and we needed him to step up in at least some of these games to you know to, to win us points and, and 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 put good performances in and and it was a really good example Klopp of him doing that. Klopp played the baton down at, at midweek you know when he talked about it and the way the way he talked about the derby and the way you can hear the players talk about the derby like Shakiri talking about how we've been put in this special game that kind of stuff he said to them right lads this is the time now thank you for waiting so patiently Thank you for putting all your dedication in and training, for keeping everyone on the, who's been on the pitch honest. Now it's your, t- it's your turn, it's your time to shine. I'm going to give you these games now to, to, go, and, to go and make yourself an, an option. Everyone's taking it. And as I say, there, was, there would have been a degree to which 
I, mean, I don't think that'd be Cater would have thought it, but I think amongst us as fans, Cater's been getting stick this season for not being able to get on the pitch and produce it. But he goes on, and the, the way the way he handled himself, you would never have guessed that he's had an issue. But you would never have guessed that he's not playing. But it's like Klopp talking about him after the game, isn't it? And saying how he wanted to to play him, but he wasn't brave enough to make that seventh or sixth substitution or whatever it was for Keita. So you kind of knew he was there and he's been performing and training. And, you know, after beating Everton 5-2, for the manager to come out and talk about a player who's not played must have really given him a boost of confidence, especially going into the Bournemouth game. For me, that ball for Salah that you were talking about, Ben, it's so easy to get wrong in that even if you weight it right, it's so easy to curl it too far. Yeah. But he didn't curl the ball. It was a, it was an amazing pass. Any more weight on that, and it's 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 just too far wide to take the shot. To yeah, take the it's, shot it's absolutely superb. But for me, it's it's how he wins the ball back. I mean, mm. you know, he wins the ball back for that goal, doesn't he? Yeah. And he and he makes it look like a really poor ball by the centre half. He's just cut the passing lane out. Yeah. It's going to the midfielder, and he's just come off his man and intercepted it. And he does that quite often. And I think sometimes as a fan, it's easy to watch it and go. Oh, he's picked up a really easy ball there. No, he's the made it look- straight to him. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He's, it, it, there's a reason that no, none of our other players get interceptions like that because they don't play, they don't play the same way as him. Yeah, I think all of all those players you mentioned, Naby Keita is the most talented footballer. You know, mm. if you your Lallanas and your Shakiris and probably Oxley Chamberlain, he's probably a better, technically all round better footballer. And if you watch the Leipzig stuff, he was fantastic, and that's why everyone couldn't wait. I found it bizarre a little bit that he's been lauded by our fans and he hasn't really done anything. Yeah. He's had the odd good performance here and there, but he's never had a stretch where you will get players who, again, aren't as talented but have had bigger impacts on the side. Well, he's got a song. Yeah. Like, and he, he, doesn't, he doesn't deserve it's a like song. When, yeah, it's, like, it's like when we give Aquilani a banner and he hasn't played it. You know, yeah, it's yeah, that kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, yeah. And it's, it's, it's <laughs> amazing. Naby Keita is a brilliant footballer. If you probably put Liverpool's most talented 11 players down on paper, he will, he will be in there because I think he's amazing. But he, he hasn't he hasn't done that. He, he's had glimpses here and there, like mm. Porto, he played well and stuff, but then he's gone away, he's been a bit quiet, he's got injured, he's been something else, something else. Naby Keita, he's a £50 million midfielder. He should be in the Liverpool team every single week. Yeah. And if he plays like he did against Bournemouth, he will, he'll force himself in. He should be like Mane Salah Firmino in that mm. he should just be nailed on. Yeah. There shouldn't be no doubt like Firmino's done. You just play. Yeah. When you're fifth, you are in our team. Yeah. And he's never quite, for whatever reason, been able to do it. Again, I think more of it is, is fitness reasons. Like he's, he's always been injured or, or coming back from something. If he now hits form, that just takes Liverpool from a team where... We mentioned the workman like midfield, which we do have at times. To it, it takes you to a whole other level where you can go against, you know, the bottom fifteen team in the league and just unleash an actual front four and just yeah. say, I mean, by all means, if you want to deal with these three, you know, three of the best players in the world, fine. And we're going to throw in our superstar midfielder. I think it's just if Liverpool can get him fit and firing. It, it, again, it just takes you from and how good are we? We're amazing now yeah. and. It, that just shows we can get even better, and we're doing this without probably our best number six. It's just changes there's the way, so much to go. It changes the way we we, we yeah. our options for how we attack. Yeah, and there's another option I'll talk about in a second. But the look at the, the look at his goal, Chris. The way he Trent is actually an underrated pass by Trent. Trent was brilliant. Trent was amazing. Yeah. Brilliant, but he, he turns and he runs into a space where there's three men around him, and he doesn't 
panic. He doesn't bat an eyelid because he's got this style. We talk about it all the time. This like staccato style of, of running with the ball. Manny's a bit the same, actually. Did he? he, he he's got a, a range of acceleration. It's like having a trigger button on your plat pad compared to pressing the X to accelerate. Mm-hmm. Anyone old enough to remember the PS2 era? Um, and he's. He, walk, he walks into that space of the pitch and it, it, it allows us to play good football in, in, in tighter areas, basically. He does, and he, he plays with his head up. He dribbles with his head up, yeah. which is fucking bizarre. Yeah. Like, he's got so much trust that he knows where the ball is that he's just walking around looking like that, and he's like, mm. he's, he sees everything in front of him, so when people close him down, he's already seen where the pass is. Yeah. Whereas most people, I have to look at the ball all the time. I've got no idea what's going on in front of me. Yeah. You know, but that's what Naby does, and it's amazing. It's absolutely amazing, but what, what formation did we play? And I get, you yeah. know, it, we was were, it 4-3-3? Yeah. Was it 4-2-3-1? If you look at we scout, Y scout, and all that, it says four three three. I look at the average positions. I'm saying Kaiser played the ten. Yeah, he did he, But he has the ability to be able to do both in that system because there's times where we were playing four three three, and he was on the right hand side. And I'm not sure, although Wijnaldum's good when he moves forward. I'm not sure he can play it in the same way as Kaiser. And Henderson can't play it in the same way. Ox maybe is the closest that we've got, but he gave he gave us options. He was just in space. That's what his job was. Find space, find the ball, get the ball, try and get a goal. Um, so when Liverpool don't play particularly well, you hear pundits, and again, someone like a Jamie Carragher, for example, will say sometimes, the one thing Liverpool sometimes lack at times is that creative spark in the field. Because mm-hmm. again, you talk for being O Henderson, Wijnaldum. Well, it's been the most consistent. Mill and the Chamberlain. They're not. They're not creative. Yeah. Not a creative number ten has been yeah. the most consistent. We never replaced Coutinho. Exactly. Two years. We've had this for yeah. two years. He, it, it's him. Like he. That's what he is. I find it staggering that he can take people on without not looking at the ball. Yeah. That is just like I know that sounds really simple. I mean, it's just it's amazing. His head is on a swivel, and there's no. It's no surprise why he can pick those passes out, those through balls, those slide riddle passes that Ben spoke about. Is that he, it's because his head's here and he, yeah. he, see, he can see it all. You're not missing that fractional yeah. moment of, the, of the, a decision point because you've just having to look down and check where you. Where you it was that. the most encouraging performance he's had by far. And like I say, this is the navigator everyone was so excited by. Him. Like even like as that he's wearing the white kit and playing one two on the edge of the box. It was like watching YouTube three summers ago when we, <laughs> when, when, when we thought we were going to buy him because that's like, that's what he does. Yeah. He again, I, I keep going back, harking back to it. That was the most exciting thing about the performance. A relatively straightforward three 0 win at Bournemouth that you're not going to you know write home about. It was that he looked that good where you just want to see more. You want him to yeah. play again and again, and can you keep doing it? Well, that's the, that's the fun thing, because we've just been extolling Mo Salah's virtues, but we know what his virtues are. There's no more new virtues to extol mm-hmm. for him, whereas we see it, we see it in bits of Keita, and like, you, there's probably people going, like, we should be enthusing this much about these lads. It's just, look, and I'm sure yeah. doubtless we're, we're just waiting on the breaking news for him to be injured, because that's, <laughs> that's, that's been the tale of his Liverpool career so far. So it has to be a big caveat that if you know, provided he doesn't get injured, you know, I think everything that's been said is is right. He's just he's such a good footballer, and you can it's 
you don't have to watch a lot of football to know what a player when you see one, and he, he just is. If he can stay fit, there's a there's not only a lot of games coming up, but there's potentially a favourable run of games as well for him to play himself into form. I think that's what you were alluding to before. There's never been a period of games where he's kept himself fit for a sustained period of time mm-hmm. to play himself into form properly. It's a bit like Dejan Lovren in that sense, because there was that stat that came out that Lovren has, seven games can, can never can never get to seven games in a row or you know for, or whatever. Case is the same in the sense of. If he can just play, so obviously we've got we've got Watford next week. We've got you know okay, Leicester's a big one coming up, but after that you've got like Wolves and Sheffield United. They're, they're games that will suit him yeah. because they're, they're teams that will come a bit like Bournemouth and mm-hmm. not completely play ten at the back, and they're they're you know they're really difficult to break down. Particularly like Wolves and Sheffield United, they'll come and have a go at you a bit, you know, yeah. and, and 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 they're the type of games that will suit well, him. Well, Sheffield United in particular, because again we mentioned at the, the top that game. We needed some. Cater was exactly what we needed in that game of Bramall Lane. We needed a lad in the middle of the park who was prepared to drive forward with the ball, take him. And Oxley Chamberlain can do that as well, of course. But boss. Mm. Boss, all of a sudden, we sit here and be upset that we've got two lads now who can who yeah. can do that. When a year ago, the biggest criticism of Liverpool's midfield was we had no one capable of doing that. Even Salzburg tomorrow night. Obviously, we're going to do the the, the build up show, but like you know, that's potentially a game that's going to be a bit mad and it's going to be a bit end to end. That suits Cater. Throw him in there, and he's got the energy to to, to, to press forward yeah. and play balls like that. If he can start getting it right on a more consistent basis, we're going to score loads more goals. Like, the it helps, doesn't it, Paul? Yeah. When you've got I'm a field who can take people on. Yeah. Yeah. That, it, I know it sounds again. No, it's, 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 it's a really it's, stupid point, but sometimes, or a simple point, is that it doesn't always have to go sideways to money, you know, and you, or to Firmino's feet. It's like Kater, and again, that's why probably why you don't see the best of Firmino with Kater. Sometimes is that Kater can just go. I can just do that myself. Yeah. I don't need to pass into you there, and I can kind of just run there myself. Yeah. And it, again, it, I, I almost fell for Bournemouth that they were in disarray, they were injured and stuff, and then they've got to deal with this fella. I mean. The, the, what they would like, they would like Liverpool to have Henderson, Wijnaldum, Milner, yeah. and then we're just we're just popping it wide to Salah. And we're we, popping we, the chain he plays a lot of the same balls as Henderson and Wijnaldum mm. when he's playing the eight. It's just he gives himself the option of doing something else first because, mm. as you say, he'll run into that space where three men something doesn't open up. He'll just play the ball that Hendo would have played changes, by standing still anyway. It, exactly, he, he, he just changes the field. Yeah. He changes what's available to him by shifting his position. Wijnaldum does this as well, actually, and that's why like we talk about like in the six. Wayne Alden was was mad watching him in there because like he would carry himself. He couldn't didn't have the range of pass to Jordan Henderson, but he just carry the ball ten yards and then play and then play the pass instead and, and wait wait for it to open that way. And that's right. That's the that's the difference with Cater. Um, I thought Jordan Henderson stay because he um, I thought he I thought he absolutely ran the show. Uh, you know, this is a lad who you know when we found out Fabinho was going to be missing, a lot of people you know looked up at the heavens and you know. Probably muttered a few quiet prayers and all this kind of stuff. It's helped up. I think I kind of Ben said before. It's helped the quality of opposition that we've had to play against. But where's Jordan Henderson's passing YouTube compilation? Because he's YouTube, but it's not. This is the point. Is that it's the the stuff he's been producing this season in terms of creating chances and all that for 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 a crab. He doesn't half play with the ball forward a lot into dangerous areas of the pitch. Yes, <laughs> not bad, is he? Uh, I thought he was brilliant. Again, I think we do have to caveat who we were playing and what, what state they were in. But you that know, ball, yeah, but regardless of who you're playing, and that's a foot. Yeah, it's, it's the honestly, ball for Oxley Chamberlain. It doesn't. It's not. You can't, you Oxley Chamberlain can't score that unless it's yeah, unless that ball is played exactly and, like and that. And again, we have one in the derby where he slides. So, same Mane, 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 Mane should be yeah. scored off yeah. them. So. 
he's he's certain doing that more. I think Liverpool are, as a whole are a bit a bit more direct. Yeah. Because why wouldn't you be? Would you get it up? Get it up to those lads. The, the fucking boss. Yeah. So I think sometimes I would criticise Henderson. That it would always be a bit. You, you mentioned Crab, but it would be he would take the safe option a lot. It would go back to Van Dijk, or it would go five yards sideways to Van Aert. I was like, you didn't really need to do that. That's just keeping the ball moving for whatever sake. But if he's going to, if he he started to go more direct all season, I think he, he loves that one where the first time clip to the back post. Yeah. Unless you get some of it wrong sometimes, but then when it works, it's it's almost unstoppable. He's quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. I don't know, he's another one you mentioned before about competition for places and stuff. Like, Liverpool's captain probably doesn't get in Liverpool's best 11 at the minute. Mm-hmm. If you had to pick, if you had everyone fit and fire, and there's a good, good island that doesn't play. So that's huge, that's huge motivation for him. You know, you mentioned these big games coming up that Ben was speaking about. The, Henderson wants to play. The last thing he wanted was not to be playing in the derby. But this mm. is the point about the players that we bring, we bring in. He's gone back into that sixth role, but he's been watching Fabinho play that exactly. for a year now. Yeah. And he's seen the things that he's added to the role. And when, you, when someone else has done it before... It, adds, it, it, it affords you to be braver in what what you do, and he's trying stuff now, Chris. That not saying he didn't try it before. No, I, I fully agree. It was, you know, I wanted to make the point myself is that when you, you can be you can be a better player for watching someone else do something and just doing what they do. Fabinho loves that ball over the tops of the strikers. He ties it three times every single game. Yeah. Henderson goes back there with a different side to what we were when he was playing the six before Fabinho, and he's seen the advantage of when you can do this and picking your moment. And I believe you know I was watching it on the. Tele- but maybe Tom could shake his head or, or let us know. But that ball to Ox was on three times, I believe, before Henderson played the ball. Something you don't see on the television because we're not showing that. But when you're in the ground, you see it. And he's taken the opportunity and he's hit the ball perfectly. And he was a better eight for playing the six. And now he's a better six for playing the eight yeah. and seeing Fabinho. Yeah. And, and and you can become a better player and the team's better yeah. and you've got more options around. Yeah, I thought it was an outstanding performance by Henderson. Yeah, and I, I, we shouldn't have been too worried about Fabinho being injured. Big loss, of course, but you know the lads who the lads who put us in the position that we're in, who started this streak of games, are all still fit. I think yeah. Fabinho, you'll miss Fabinho more in a bit. The, the fixture list has been. You never want someone to get injured. If he was, if he was going to get injured, getting injured after we played those games wasn't the worst yeah. because. 
the the team they they've all relatively speaking up against teams that we should not need them against. Like Leicester on Boxing Day, you might need them and you might miss them there. Mm-hmm. But, but you can kind of. I always think with Henderson playing the sixes that I don't think he can ever really question his, his footballing ability. Some it's his decision making and whether he's defensively as good as you want him to be. But you're not really going to get Bournemouth aren't going to test you down there. If Bournemouth mm-hmm. are going to test you. They're going to probably try and test you down the flanks yeah. or they're going to try and test you with the ball round the corner for Callum Wilson. So I think it was a perfect game for Henderson. It, it was it was, it was was set up for him to do well, but then he starts to go and do it. And listen, We mentioned before, we never thought it was in doubt, but we hadn't scored. It wasn't like we were hmm? creating like chance after chance after chance. It was like we were playing well. But that's the good thing you mentioned about being a bit more direct. And that's, that's why I think we've been, particularly these last mm-hmm. two games, Ben, we've been a bit engaged in, in at times it's just like we've added a new dimension and it's not it's not fun, it's fundamental kick the ball long and have the fast lads run onto it kind of thing we've been doing it all season when we need to mm. we did it against Burnley we out long ball Burnley you know what I mean it's, yeah. it, it feels like Liverpool now are at that that level where like a UFC fighter will go and train with uh, a white eye artist one one fight and then he'll train with a boxer another fight because he's looking at their opponents and they're trying to work out what's the chink in your armour. And because we're good at everything, we can uh, you know uh, just showcase everything that we can do. So long ball against Bournemouth was perfect. Sometimes it's possession, sometimes it's counter-attack against Manchester City. Play, hours, play as however you want, mm-hmm. we'll find a way to win. That's, that was what I was so encouraged is that in that game, Bournemouth tried both. So they tried the high line and got absolutely done by it, like made the show of. So then they did kind of sit back and then they kind of, we kind of just ran. Yeah, we just Kaita, Kaita yeah. just does that little one-two and Salah back heels it through. It and, was, it's, and nothing's working, we're just going to score from corners, lads. Yeah, absolutely. It's the levels of understanding, I think. And again, that it's Henderson to Oxley Chamberlain's no accident. You know, there's clearly a, there's clearly an understanding between those players, and you can see it in the you know in the way they, they react to the, these kind of things. And that's just one of the things as well. It shouldn't be underestimated. Klopp said it's going to take 10, 12 odd games for us to find our level. Now we're past that point now, and all of a sudden Liverpool start look like they're starting to kick into yeah. gear. Um, that's one of the things that we've got there. It's easier to be brave for the deeper players when they've got a great the knowledge of who's going to be. Wear on the pitch, and that's that yeah. And it's, it's that understanding that separates long, long passes from a long ball game. You know, mm-hmm. a long ball game is you, you you hoof it up, and you're hoping for Andy Carroll to flick yeah. it on yeah. to Luis Suarez, who might who might who might put it in. But they, these are specified putting the ball onto somebody's toe long passes rather than you know it's like it's like you've got a quarter it's like playing quarterback it's like playing mm. NFL and you know you, you've got specific routes the players are running and and, and that's the type of that's the type of passes that you're playing. It's not. And and that and as you say that does come from an understanding of what everybody else is doing and where everybody else is going and it's it's, it's underappreciated I think. I want to talk about the other thing that Jordan Henderson contributed to the game and it was Dejan going oh off injured <laughs> and Henderson passing the ball to him fifty times just to just, just to, to make sure. Home before you he sure you're all right. Yeah, yeah. again. Yeah. You're going off, lad. Go on off one of there. But genuinely, like. There was no. But the problem is, just, for anyone looking into his stats, he'll have racked up thirty back passes there. <laughs> so when you're looking at his stats, not only you're not you're not noticing that he's just fucking sold Lovren down the river, but he's doing himself no favours with the stats, boys. Yeah. But his pass completion rate's gone up. Oh man, maybe he's thought, thought Joe Gomez is going to carry this a bit too much for me. He probably doesn't need me here, <laughs> so I'm just going to get a, a few quick ones. Poor fucking days. I know he's like that. Come on, I'm going off injured. Yeah, I'll have it back. It did seem to get injured to get him off the pace, though, didn't it? Oh, he was injured almost for... as long as Aki. Honestly, he was injured <laughs> for my other favourite. 
favourite moment of the game, by the way. Oh, when well, Ake was like a lift on one <laughs> leg. Just, just go down, lad. <laughs> go down, will you, Very mate? brave of you, but go down. Yeah, but Most go down. in the end, that does my favourite. It was weird. It just seems like he just like... I think afterwards, Klopp said he's not that injured. It was just like he felt a little bit cramp. Or bit of cramp. Was, so that, that, was he on the floor when we scored? Apparently, is that right? And he was, he was. He was on the floor with Aki. Yeah, he was he fell to the floor, didn't he? It was like he had cramp. Hopefully, it, it's not serious. We don't know, but it, it just—it just seemed like Trent was there forever, just like trying to get on the pitch. It was like, like someone just kick it out, not to him. Like, and yeah. <laughs> like that's the, that's the last thing we want to do. You know, go on, you make the decision. I'm not. I'm not. I'm well, not I can't kick it further than this back to you. So stop <laughs> fucking passing yeah. to me. Nobody. Yeah, that's it. Nobody's willing to to, to have a misplaced pass on their stats. So if Dejan wants to go off, Dejan has to decide to go off by kicking the ball <laughs> out of play. Yeah, it was great. Um, they go to Allison for a touch. He hadn't done it. Yeah, probably for a reason. They goal absolutely killed it. Um, uh, ben Gay to see Curtis Jones get his Premier League debut. Yeah, definitely. I mean. I, I, I came on and I, I went oh and then I went actually this makes sense because we're, we're very very comfortable and it seems like the right time to bring him on it's funny because like obviously like the first first season I was here 17-18 following Curtis Jones all the way through Gerard's youth size he, you know he goes to then up to the 23s and all that and he's got a few appearances of the first team here and there you know it, 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 it is good and, and I think it just goes to show that you know if you, if you do work hard and you are talented there are going to be opportunities for you in this side and that's the key thing because we talked about the likes of like Harry Wilson and, and other loanees and youth players who the problem with getting into this side has been that we're just really good yeah. and, and, and in any other period of Liverpool history the likes of Harry Wilson's probably in this squad right now yeah. you know if you think about particularly you know Earlier on in this decade, the Roy Hodgson and Kane Aguilar side, Jay Spearing was getting you know, the game with Centre Jordan Rossiter and you know play, mm. players like this. But right now, it, it, for these young lads coming through, it's just bad luck in the sense of it's so difficult. But Curtis Jones is still making himself an opportunity, and that's the key thing. There's a degree to which some of this is obviously just based on who we've got fit and available mm. to us. So him and Harvey Elliott making the bench. But there's another degree to which we've got that Villa game coming up. And I think, and, and potentially even the FA Cup, we don't know how Klopp's going to treat that one against the Evan January. But it makes, it establishes Curtis Jones as a senior footballer for Liverpool, mm. is what it does. It gives him a, a nice little boost going into this into this period of games. We might well see more of him. You know, he, he, we, you, you could find that he, he, he plays a game between, you know, between now and what, Man United or whatever, something like, is it Man United in the new year? Yes, um, yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. Spurs away as well. Yeah, you might find, you might find he gets, he gets some more time be, on the pitch. You wouldn't be absolutely pulling your head out of Curtis Jones plays against Watford no. at home. No. You'd be like, oh yeah, fine. Because he, he wasn't invisible either. You know, he, he comes on, he has a few, he scored, he has a few good touches, he plays a few good passes. He was, he was actually quite, the, the game had gone quite stale. And he was actually a bit of fresh air. And, yeah. you know, it was, I think Klopp would have looked at it and been quite impressed. And like, you know, he, the, the five all against Arsenal, he play, he comes on, doesn't he, and, yeah, and, yeah. and does really well. And I was thinking, there's, usually there's the, the seniority of young players. Like, obviously, we don't count Trent as a young player anymore, so we take him to one side. And there's always the, if there's a couple of injuries, who's next? And it yeah. looked to me like maybe Harvey Elliott had, had kind of took that role. And again, I know they play in different positions, but mm -hmm. the, you, you could feasibly have one of them on the bench, and, you, and it looked like he, who would he go for? He might pick Elliott. So I think it was significant that he he puts Jones on and the in head. midfield as well. Yeah, and he, and he plays one. And to be fair, to Curtis Jones, like if it's your debut and, and it's three 0 go fill your boots. Yeah, you know, t t here's your chance. We go and have have a go. And he did. He, the volley. He's unlucky not to, to, not to, to do better with that. And like like what you said, Ben, was that and what you mentioned before, Paul, is that it'd become one of those games where you're kind of doing other things around it. Like you 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 were having a chat. I was in the kitchen. I was prepping the tea. 
I was like, kind of chopping onions at the time, crying my eyes all the while I'm watching this match. And I, 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 think, I think it's a generational team. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, the Georges, come on. <laughs> <laughs> <But> 11 <laughs> points clear. <laughs> <laughs> the happy tears. <laughs> Claire walking, he's getting beat. No, I'm just chopping these. And, and I was there. Uh, but it was one of those games where it, it kind of piqued your interest in because it was, it was almost fizzling out a little bit. I was like, oh, all right, yeah, let's have a little, let's have a little watch of Curtis. And you know what he does? He looks like he's training with Liverpool for ages. Yeah. I, know, I know he has been, but he does the the right things. He's, yeah. in, he's in the areas where you would expect the player playing that position should be. Yeah. He should be look where the volley is. That's where that's his place. And again, it sounds really simple, but that must be hard because we are, like Ben says, we're at a level where we are so good. Like we are like probably the best team in the world at the moment. I don't think that's an exaggeration to say. For him to just come in and fit in seamlessly shows how good he is. Yeah. And like like, like you mm. said, you know, with all due respect, I'm not going to name names. It's probably unfair to slag them off. But other young players have played more than Curtis Jones and over the last decade, who are nowhere near as good. He looks like a lad who could go out on loan and play Premier League footy every single week. Yeah. And that might be what's in his future next year mm-hmm. as we look more towards his development. But I like the the scouse. Chip on your shoulder, kind of thing. He's got a, he's definitely, he's got, he's got a bit of swagger about him. Yeah. Like I think, he, and I know you've met him in interviews before. He comes across like a nice lad, but you can tell he's got a little bit of like. He, well, I think he, he knows. It's two, it's two pre-seasons since he, we we asked him in the states. Like how's it, how's it going? He went, it's going to plan. Like getting the Liverpool team, be one of the best players in pre-season. That 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 kind of stuff. You know, it was never like a. Oh, I'm just hoping to take my chance, and if I get lucky, he's like, nah. The plan was to play for play in the in in these games in pre-season. And, and Do you remember that, that that Steve Gerrard interview he does on was it on BT when he said like what it was like coming through as a young player? And I think Gerrard mentioned like you've got to be relentless. There's got to be a shirt there, you've, and you've got to take that person's shirt and you get it, and it's yours. And in training every day, you do it. Jones comes across like he's got a little bit of that attitude, like you said. I remember we spoke off air about it, like. You can tell he's not just he's not just there to be happy to not to play. Yeah, he's there because mm-hmm. he wants you know he'd have been devastated not to start that Arsenal game. Yeah, and it, maybe good motivational tool from Klopp or whatever. But he, he looks like he's well, did you see that clip of him for the unders the other week where he takes the penalty to to and he basically up. tells Harvey Elliott to shut to shut up. And he, he's got again. You've, this is the thing he's got something about that Harvey Elliott kid's clearly got. Look, he's I clearly think, got it. I think, think, like, I think you know. that Harvey Elliott's probably got a higher ceiling than Curtis Jones. But Curtis Jones looks like, as Steve said, he knows what is required of a Liverpool player. Yeah, yeah I completely agree on that. Um, clean sheet at last, and we're going to be top at Christmas again. Um, we know that's not necessarily the, bo- the boss omen that it should be, um, but I thought it was interesting. Kate, it just came off my Facebook, put it out on Twitter. But you know, a year ago today, after 16 play, we were we were top of the league on 42 points, so we're four points better off this time around. Man City were in second on 41, Chelsea third on, on 34, and that's you know today we sit on 46 points less than second on 38. These are the differences. You know, the eight point gap between us and second is not insurmountable, but it. And obviously the fourteen point gap to Manchester City is how many points to City again, Paul? Fourteen. Say it one more time. Fourteen is right. Yeah, no, it's got to be said. Yeah, it's 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 mad. And look, Ben, there's a lot of people who are desperate. To, I think some people are desperate to get carried away with it. I don't think I'm one of them. Yeah, I'm, I'm desperate to just go. Yeah, but I know you know. I'm, I have. I'm there. Carried away. Oh, I'm I'm, I'm away. away. I, I, I think Liverpool. I think I think Liverpool are going to win the league. There's no point getting carried away with it. Yeah. Not not on camera. <laughs> not on camera. <laughs> <laughs> not on camera. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we know what that's it. Look, 
if, 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 there's, if there's people out there who think Liverpool are going to win the league, it's because Liverpool haven't lost the game this season <laughs> uh, and they're top of the league. <laughs> by, eight points, by eight points. And they're eight points ahead of the nearest And the best side in the world. And yeah, and they're 4.14 points ahead of the best and most expensively assembled best Premier League team in history as well, you know, prior to this point in terms of what they've achieved and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, no one says it's done. No one thinks it's done, but... The only thing that stops it happening is, like, a massive run of injuries or something. And that can happen, so that's why you can't just, you know, bank mm-hmm. it. I, I, again, we, we spent... I think me and you spoke about this before, Ben, is that it's almost... Beco- it's it's a bit like now when your horse is winning the Grand National and it's just got to get to the end. Yeah. Because you know it's the best horse. Yeah. yeah. And there's one fence left to go and it's, it's uh, by a few... You know, it's got there... And all those people behind you are just going, please fall over, please fall over. That, that's all that. Well, there's a horse without a rider, which is our Dejan. What this horse going to do to bring mine down? Yeah, yeah like, yeah. This is going to be a manager. It's going to be a managerless team that comes up against us. Like, yeah, yeah. That's, just, that, that's where we're at now. Is that it, it? It should be because even eight points. If it was City behind us by eight points, I'd be like, okay, because I still think. They're really good and they can beat us at their place and and uh, so I think you do have to respect Leicester because we have to play them. I think the, the fact Etihad. that Man City have to play Leicester before they play before Leicester play us makes a big difference. It's almost now you get to that game where City wins better for Liverpool, which is <laughs> quite bizarre. Insane. Absolutely, yeah, and insane. then yeah. I still just take a draw, mate. Oh, absolutely! It's it's one of them. Is that I don't think we you can, you can't underestimate how good Leicester are and how good they've been, mm-hmm. but there's something about me that just thinks. I don't think they can get 95 points. Like, I know they've won the league before, yeah. but they won it with 81, I think it was, was it, around there? 81, 86. Yeah, so yeah, like I, I, I just... The way Liverpool are going now, they are... They're, well, they're in 100-point form. Mm-hmm. That's where we're at now. Whether they get to that, I don't know. Because we're 101 over the last 38 games, yeah. aren't we? Yeah. And, and I just don't see anyone. I don't, like, the only team I could think could do that it would be City. But they've got to win. I think they've got to win. I think the ma- they can get a maximum of 98 now, yeah. which is obviously their tally from last season. So and they've they got to win every single game, game yeah. to get 98. And even then, I think we might get more. So, yeah. it's but that's the thing, isn't it? Look, we, we've, at the moment, we're in that territory where we know Liverpool historically, the historic Liverpool, the one that have broken our hearts consistently in the league over, 30, over the last 30 years. Well, you know, that those Liverpools have done enough down the line to, to make us think, well, this could all... It's could not, all it's not that down. Liverpool, though, is it? No, no, This Liverpool are deserved champions of Europe, yeah. got to the final twice, I, and are putting an unbelievable yeah. run together over the last two seasons. It's not... So you can forget everything that's gone before, because what we're seeing is a new Liverpool, a rebirth, It's not it cocky, were. it's not arrogant, I just don't feel nervous. Yeah. And that's... And, and, I, and I would and, and look these 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 could prove to be famous last words, but ultimately I can say whatever I want. It has no impact on the players playing on the pitch. I would rather be in a title race with Leicester than Manchester City. Of course, um, and it's the same way that I would rather have had Spurs in the Champions League final than Real Madrid or Barcelona in the final. I, you know, I, I you know I know we beat Barcelona in, in, in the semi, but I would rather I don't I don't know that we could have done that in the one in the one game in a final because of all the things around them. It's mad to think that we could we could be in a position where this is done and dusted in in handy fashion, but it's going to depend on what Leicester do, isn't it? You know, I think at the moment they're not going anywhere, and we saw it with their performance at the weekend. You know, Villa gave them a, had a little go um, mm-hmm. when they go back to two one, don't they? And then obviously Leicester just go and go and wipe the floor with them. So I think Leicester are going to be that Leicester City game is going to be absolutely absolutely pivotal. And then because if Leicester win that game. Then the game against us on Boxing Day is that's them going. 
that's them like with us going to the Etihad last season, you know, yeah. in January. And, like this is our opportunity. This is do or die. This is us in the title race or not in the title race. Whereas you know, if Man City were to do Leicester before that, then there's just not as much. There's not as much riding on that game. Just quickly then, the other the, uh, the games around the weekend. Duncan Ferguson going full Ultimate Warrior, Hulkamania, uh, running wild on the touchline. I can't, I've said this a few places, but I. I really I love seeing stuff like that. I, as much as I dislike the Evan, I dislike Duncan Ferguson because he just used to hate my childhood uh, for being you know <laughs> in that Everton side in the nineties. Um, it's that I, it's one fair of the like fair play, play, fair play to the kid who jumped in his arms as well. Yeah, fair play to him. He's like I fucking I'm doing this. Yeah. he's got to catch me because if he doesn't catch me, that's my life <laughs> over. That, I mean, like it's that. on camera. I'm getting ruined forever. I love it. I love seeing it. Like, and it makes it even better the fact that they hated it when Klopp was doing it. Yeah, and now they're absolutely creaming themselves. And I spoke to my brother about it, and he's like. We only hated it because we were fucking jealous because we wanted to see a bit of fucking passion and a bit of fight in our ground. And that's what he gave them. He yeah. gave them a bit of fight and passion. And, you know, they, they're a fan base that just want that, yeah, first and absolutely. foremost. And Dunk said it perfectly before the game, didn't he? I think it's uh, amazing for him. What it also shows is like, the impact a manager can have in that. More tackles than they've ever had. They ran more, they harry more. And I've, I'll be honest, like, I saw Seamus Coleman's interview. I watched, them, I watched the game and I watched a bit of the build to it. And it was like, Seamus Coleman's, I've never really played for a manager, I've played for myself and for the team. Like that changes but that's obviously not what was happening there. Because why why wasn't you all why went Doesn't why? do Moyes' chance of getting the job back in favour is that, does it? <laughs> when you the lad that he signed basically just admitted he hasn't been playing. No, but I think what he means is no, like No, I know what he means. Yeah, you know, it, you you play your level should be your level regardless. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, I also think is that it must be dead weird, like knowing that your manager could just knock you out. Yeah. Like if if you if you don't run, I'm gonna batter you. Like don't go fake. Yeah, I was, I was chatting to the, <laughs> to the toffee to TV lads and like you said, Dominic Cal, they were like Dominic Calvert Lewin, where 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 has that lad been? Because they were us saying he's not that's not him. how how could how could a player have changed so much? In, in just a few in a few days it's like because you don't want to walk into Duncan Ferguson at the end of him go why didn't you why didn't you put that tackle in why didn't you close that lad down why didn't you because you're right because you're scared not only do you think you're a knobhead which is the fun, the basics of it did he kick you <laughs> he, seems to, he seems to understand what type of well he, he does understand Everton yeah. they went fucking 4-4-2 for a start I'm sure he'll have just had a baseball bat near him when he was doing his pre-match <laughs> team talk not mentioning the baseball bat and everyone would be like yeah, shit yeah. there's a fucking baseball bat there <laughs> yeah. fuck Fuck, yeah. fuck. Yeah. I think he mentioned about him having Howard Kendall's watch on, but he's also got his knuckle duster on, you never <laughs> said as well. Like, yeah. and underneath that wristband, was you like, yeah. like I, I was thinking, Brass nooks. like, as much as you know, tactics and stuff, and we all took Lord, there is something to be said, like, at times, footballers will down tools on a manager. Because hmm? there's no way that, that was it, from watching Everton over that derby game when they. Didn't lay a glove on the like, he, he didn't win a 50 50. Andy Robertson was elbowing the lad in the face, and Trent's having a go at them. And, and they kind of just took it. Where with Chelsea, they, they booted them if you have to boot them, we'll boot you. But we, they work hard. Yeah. And that's the thing with Everton. The, Everton are never going to have the best footballers because they're just not, because of the level of where they are and, and the, the finances or whatever. But the best Everton times that have beaten Liverpool and give us problems are ones who have just harried you. And, 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 and I think Everton fans love it. You know, there was a, a bit where they were, they'd done a bit of pressing and Chelsea kicked out for a throw or whatever. 
and the fans were absolutely That's mixed. what we're like as yeah, well. And, and, we're and every, the same in that yeah, way. That's why yeah. I love their cows. That's why yeah. we love Luis Suarez. That's why we love Andy Robertson because they're the type of players that us as people from the city can get behind because we all love that. Yeah. Until you're a team that's got like the, all the best players in the world or whatever, you, that's the base you should be you should be asking, isn't it, Ben? You know, we, we've, we've been saying for years, you're right, that's why, that's why those players like Dirk and that stuck out like a sore thumb because we didn't have sides that, that did that. Mm. That's all Everton want. They just want a team that goes out there and they, because they... They don't expect them to be the best team in the world anymore. They haven't had that for so long. So, but the thing is, they've got good players. We said this before yeah, prior yeah. to the derby. If you can get, if you can get a, a, an engine around that that just runs all, you know, runs through brick walls, then they'll find all of a sudden that the, the good players actually start to start to shine. Yeah, and they they could. Pr- they could probably do worse than keep him in charge for the next month, particularly with this cup derby coming up. Because if they want to win at Anfield, you know the, the circumstances regarding that game. It's, a, it's the end of a tough run for us. It's the, you know it, it, we're probably going to rotate because it's the cup and all that. And if Duncan Ferguson's Everton shows up at Anfield and they and they and they play, I'm not saying you know that they're going to knock it off the park, but I think you know that, that it's going to be a real competitive game. And I think I think. You know, you see how the next couple—they've got some tough fixtures coming up. We see see how that goes, yeah. but I think I think it's not the worst idea in the world to to keep him around for, for a few weeks longer. Well, he's sure now like the be... fourth club legend managing, isn't he? Like he got Dunk, Lampard, Lundberg, mm, and all the yeah, other yeah. Solskjaer. Yeah. It's it. fucking and mad, isn't it? Like, and none of them are good enough to make and, a team. And when Stevie comes play. back and wins us the yeah. fucking league, they'll all be like, shit. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> he was the best out of all of them. Uh, City United just briefly, then absolutely glorious. Um, I love. The fact that they just they just sucker punched City to death. It was they were brilliant. Amazing. I couldn't I couldn't believe what I was watching. They Alex were so Ferguson good. Alex watching on in the stands. That Fred looked really good as well. Yeah. Yeah. Like, genuinely looked really good. Yeah. <laughs> My eyes said the whole one of those teams who at the minute are better against good teams. Yeah, because, like because, aren't they in the early because, days, yeah, because yeah, they want like again early Klopp teams and that. They just want to counter attack here. Yeah. They've got no ability to break teams down because they've got no creativity. Like I mentioned before, but if they can suck like suck a punch and draw you on. Like James and Rashford and Martial, just, even Jesse Lingard. There's, pace, there's yeah. just pace to burn. Um, what would I go that far, Ben? But he, he, was uh, he was good. Though. He, he was, was good. good. It's, it's from a City point of view, it was amazing how many times Kyle Walker was sprinting back towards own goal, like last gasp. It was. It's something. Something's wrong with City. They don't sustain attacks like they used to. It, when you play City, it used to be they were boxing and boxing in, and it, they would like suffocate you. The goal would come, and it wouldn't be the best move they've done, but it would have been on the end of like four different chances. Yeah. And then it's come, and then it's, and then they've scored. Yeah. It's too easy to get out. That, There's a belief now in sides that are playing City that they can mm, fucking win get, games. And you can get out. Like I, I think their issue is that not replacing company and losing Laporte is a big blow for them. Mm-hmm. But it's meant that they've had to put Fernandinho centre half, and yeah. he's he's done really well. Yeah. But. I always felt, felt when you were playing City, it was Fernandino who kept you in. Like, as you tried to clear it, he'd be the one like who... Like what does for us. Yeah, yeah he'd, be, he'd be the one who pushes up and he boxes you in. An absolute worst case, if he thinks you're going to counter, he just chop you down. Yeah. And he'd take the yellow or he'd get away with it because he'd have a laugh and he'd always do it. Rodri's a really good player. He, he is very, very talented, but they are clearly missing... But in he time, doesn't, they're not in time this in. is the thing... We we spent half a season bedding Fabinho in. Yeah. They've thrown Rodri in from the off, and that's what they've done. They're now their their best team, that team that's been bedded in, that he inherited, you know, the, the spine of that side with company, with David Silva, Fernandinho, Aguero and all that. But when you can't when you've got no Aguero, it means you've got to put Jesus in, who's fantastic his goal return in the last few weeks, it's been great. But he's not Aguero. Rodri is really good. But he's not Fernandinho, and they both might go on to be the next dot dot dot. But today they're not. 
which is that, and that's why Liverpool have just capitalised, and that's just in terms of the age, overall age of the squads. We're a team that's that's pairing, and they're just that they're in a transition period they, between that, moving on from the old. That whole club they? just looks so frustrated for me at the moment, and it's typified by the the moan all the VAR decisions because the penalty is a penalty, and it, it and and the that's VAR working brilliantly in the sense of it's a, it, he wipes him out, and and they give the penalty, and then they don't get one at the other end, they don't get the handball on Fred that you know can go either it's way. I don't think that is, but the whole thing. It just it just looks as if that they're aware of exactly what you're talking about at all times. It's just we're coming to the end of this squad and and we don't know what really we're trying to sneak in another league title and and, it's, and, it, and Liverpool are getting away and everything's against us and we've not won the Champions League yet and just everything seems like it's boiling over and and when things like those VAR decisions happen, it just takes it to another level. You know, for me, the, the best coach to to build a football side and world football is, is Pep Guardiola. But he can be his own worst enemy at times because there's a petulance that's like he doesn't respect anyone else's style of football, and he doesn't exp- he he doesn't think that anybody deserves to win against his side. Mm-hmm. And when teams do, that's what it comes out as. It comes out as him moaning about decisions and moaning about this and like the whole world's against them. And it's like it's not, mate. There are ways to beat your side, and we've seen you now for two years at your absolute best. Mm-hmm. We can now work out how. Then enough teams have beat you that we know that there is ways to beat. Don't you. deal with adversity very well. That, that's what we've learned. And to be honest, a lot of Pep Guardiola sides. Like, I think he's an amazing manager. He's probably one of the best. You know, certainly this era, one of the best ever. You make a list of top ten managers. He's probably up near the top of it. But every one of his teams, they fight. They don't deal well with adversity. They don't like getting punched in the face because they don't really know what to do about it. And it was obvious what Man United's plan was. Mm-hmm. We're just going to counter attack. Is we're going to. We, we we trust that we're gonna get out once or twice. And to be fair, they got out with Fred, like you said, which was bizarre. He was a mate. He was really good. And McTominay was you know was really good as well. And it was a bit easy. Like it was, my United could have scored five on the counter. Like genuinely could have mm-hmm. just put them to bed a bit, like what we did. Just it's easy to get the ball. That's the problem is that you look at their defence and I agree it's it's an issue. But their their main issue at City is that they they can't sustain their attacks. Yeah. They've always had a little bit of a, a, a bit of a glass jaw because mm-hmm. when you've really we've we've exposed them off yeah. it. But this time it's it's everyone's doing it. Everyone yeah. can see it. If we just nick that ball, like get it up, we we fancy our chance. Well, just yeah. no Sha- no Shane and no Aguero. You know that. Yeah, and no two Laporte, players of that right? quality. You know, it, it, but it, it, you can cope with not having a good defense if you're just going to outscore the opposition. Whereas if that starts to that starts to falter in any way, then you then you're lacking. The one thing I just thought with you, just to kind of wrap it up on that, and it's not necessarily related to the game, but obviously Guardiola did that um, speech at the at the Football Rights Association the, the other week. He walked up on stage and he talked about the, the, the Champions League, his his as his trophy kind of thing, like this, and he he really like. You know, just clearly loves the European Cup, and it just went completely at odds with everything that he's been briefing their fans on for two seasons about how the Premier League's the most difficult, the Premier League's the one, blah blah blah. And I just wonder whether now we're at that point where we and we we said this is what Liverpool's aim has got to be this season. You've got to burn City off so that at some point they go right. Our focus is no longer the Premier League. Maybe Pep Guardiola goes right. We're putting all but our eggs in the Champions League. This is the, this is the fucking League joke that he's had with everybody. His focus has been the Champions League. <laughs> he's just convinced everybody that it's not. Yeah, it's not. It has absolutely been the Champions League because. Why wouldn't it be? He know he, his, his big question mark over him was that he didn't win the Champions League with Bayern Munich when he came to Manchester City. Yeah. That was the big thing. He walked the fucking league, no problem. 
in Germany, he didn't win the Champions League, so his focus well, has got always the richest, been the best Champions League. Football side, the odds are you're going to win the you're going to win the, the domestic league that you're in. But he, the 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 focus on the Champions League stuff that's not going to become relevant until. You know, April, you know, even February, because they're going to draw Oxford in the round of 16 of the this Champions League. Now, <laughs> so, so they're, they're going to walk that. So there's going to be at least one round, and that's fine. So You're telling me onwards. that he preferenced the Carabao and FA Cup last season over the fucking Champions League? No, no, yeah. no, no, trying to tell me that? Because no, no. he fucking didn't. No. It, it's what it is. They don't deal well with They just haven't dealt well with adversity. You will come up against teams in a two-legged tie. You are not going to dominate a hundred. It's hard. That's why City, the two-legged nature of the European Cup doesn't favour them in that. Yeah. It's easier for things to go wrong. You know, over 90 minutes, City can beat anyone. But over 180 minutes, at some point, they're going to probably score a goal, mm-hmm. or so, you know, you're going to get an injury, or something's going to happen. And you know, they've just never. And Pep's buying were the same. They just did. They can't it, fathom it out. They can't. They can't figure out why they are where they are, yeah. which is which is brilliant. And he's. I'm, like, enjoying, I'm enjoying every sweet, tasty moment of it. For moment. sure. I just and they, they need to stop whinging about company. It was their choice not to fucking replace him. And he rolls it, like, like you know, you've been rolling it out. We're missing City company. fans were missing company. He fucking told you he was leaving at the <laughs> end of the fucking season and you didn't replace him. Stop it, it's not an excuse. Yeah, yeah. It's your fucking bad management for not replacing him. Yeah, absolutely. Lovely, isn't it? Uh, Let me So, yeah, thank you very much. Uh, that is the final words on Liverpool and on all the other teams who were kind of kicking the heels below us at the moment in the Premier League. Uh, again, let's hope that that carries on that way. Uh, we've got more coming for you this week. Uh, make sure you head over to theredmentv.com to sign up. Uh, the final word show for the Salzburg game will be on there. So if you enjoyed this show and you want more of it, you know you want to continue the coverage for every Liverpool game, do head over to theredmentv.com and sign up there. Uh, gentlemen, that's been my pleasure. I hope it's been for you as well. Uh, and we'll see you all very soon.